What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Unparalleled Sports Talk. As always, I'm yours, Kwame Fish Jones, joined by Everett Terry Jr. You all right, man? You took a minute to get back. I thought I lost you there. Hey, no, 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 not at all. Just had to put, had, get everything charged up and ready to go for this second segment. Let's get into it. <laughs> Dallas Mavericks. So the projection for Dallas is a 500 basketball team. Obviously, they are a poor, they were a poor defensive team last year, finished 38 44. They have one of the game's best players in Luka, Luka Doncic. I am a Luka fan. I was not a Luka fan in the beginning, full disclosure. I didn't think he would be good, yet alone this good. I didn't see it at all. But they've struggled mightily on the defensive side of the court. They've had a lot of players who come and similar to Allen Iverson type thing where you're having a hard time. Kevin Garnett's another player comes to mind. Having a hard time pairing players with Luka because of Luka's ball dominance. I think you need to have a certain type of player, but I'll get into that later. So I'm just going to throw it to you. Where do you see the direction of a Kyrie Irving, Marquise Morris, Sim Hardaway Jr., Seth Curry, Rashawn Holmes, Luka Doncic, Grant Williams lineup going in the Western Conference? So here's the crazy part, and it's really, 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 really sad. I think Kyrie can only win with LeBron. I, I, I As much as I like Luka, I think that his ball dominates his inability to defer even to an elite scorer like Kyrie just makes it very, very hard for them to get any sort of flow and chemistry until one of them takes the backseat to the other. And neither of their egos will allow them. They're both megalomaniacs when it comes to wanting to control the team, control the offense, control the tempo. I still, for the life of me, don't understand why Cuban did this deal. I saw it as a, a, a ticking time bomb waiting to happen, and it literally blew up in our face because they were pretty much a lock for the playoffs prior to the trade and then somehow managed to whiff it all away. And it doesn't get much better this year. They have no inside big man presence to defend the rim. I mean, Dwight Powell is 6'9", and he's your center. He's going to get – you want to talk about small, thin, and frail. You know, who is he Who is he defending in the paint? You know, he's not stopping. Listen, Joker going to do what he want. AD going to do what he want. I mean, the teams they got to go through are going to do what they want in the paint because they have no rim protection. And, yes, you got Luka who can give you – you know, 40, 10, and 9, and Kyrie might give you 27, where's the rest of the offense come from? Markeith Morris is a good player that can play within a system. Maybe he gives you 12. Where's the rest of the scoring coming from? They're not going to be able to outscore teams, and they don't play defense. Nobody that I just mentioned is an elite defender. Markeith Morris is okay. That, that to me, is a recipe in the Western Conference to be winning 39 to 40 games and watching the playoffs tick on pass. And it's unfortunate because I think Luke is the kind of guy you need in the playoffs. He's good for the game. Kyrie definitely needs to be in the playoffs. He's must-see TV, box office. But this trade didn't make sense when they did it. It doesn't make sense now. The problem is Kyrie has little to no trade value because people don't trust him. They don't trust his mental. They don't think that he really cares about basketball the way that he should. And therefore, they're not going to give up a whole lot for him. So now, you know, Dallas loses pennies on a dollar for a guy that they gave up a lot of depth to get. And that's going to hurt them long term. But, you know, they end up maybe losing Luka as a result. Maybe they trade, blow it up, start over. I don't know. I just I don't see them making any noise in the West this year. Uh, well, first, you know, you 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 touched on something that I hear a lot. I'm, I'm glad. I'm grateful you touched on it. Luka Doncic ain't going nowhere. Mark Cuban's not going to let Luka go anywhere. And I believe they signed Kyrie simply because that was the best option available to them going into the season. If you let Kyrie walk, that means you don't have a salary to trade and you can't get any impact players later on. I don't mm -hmm. know when specifically Kyrie's eligible to be traded. I was trying to look that up. 
Interestingly enough, the Dallas Mavericks haven't had a lot of news this, this offseason. No, they, they haven't. There hasn't been a lot about them. They've recently popped up in the Buddy Hill trade, but there's no traction there. That was a deal that they wet the bet on. Buddy Hill and Miles Turner Jr. should have been Dallas oh, Mavericks. Been. That makes their team a lot better. Because what Luka needed is similar to what Allen Iverson needed. And mm-hmm. I used to say this all the time. Everybody wanted to get AI all these players. I said, you get Allen Iverson and Antoine Jameson, a guy who doesn't need the ball to score, finds a way to just get buckets throughout the course of a game, you would have seen a much – a Karan Butler, you would have seen a much better Sixers lineup. Fast you basically forward, take you, him and plug him in for Gilbert Arenas with that 2000 to 2005 exactly. Washington Wizards lineup. Exactly. And then, you know, taking – but fast-forwarding to where we are with Dallas, it's a similar conundrum. And it, and I like in Luca, he's much more Allen Iverson, Russell Westbrook. He's just he's just more clutch than those two players. But he's much more their style of play. So when you're trying to align a star with them, you need guys that are finishers, guys that are going to do the work without the ball, do the work mm-hmm. without the offense being called for them. That's what Buddy Hill does. Buddy Hill is going to get his ten three his ten threes up a game. Regardless of what you do, he's going to get his 10 threes up. No, I'm dead up. One of the most, accurate, the most accurate three-point shooters since he's been in the league. He's a sniper. And Miles Turner oh, is going to get his he's going to get his putbacks, he's going to get his blocks, he's going to get his buckets. So when you yeah. have guys that are that offensively stubborn, you can use that to aid Luka. They want to bring in names, and that's what Cuban does. He brings in names, and that's fine. If you're going to sell tickets, and Dallas is always one of the top five teams in attendance. But if you want to win ball games, you don't want names. You want basketball players. Grant Williams was a great pickup, great pickup for them. He's a utility guy. He'll work well with Luka. He'll be his, I don't want to say his 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 protector, but he'll be a guy that'll be physical and return blows. He'll I be really, his Draymond. I don't, you know, Draymond gets, Draymond pops up a lot in basketball talk. I don't think people give Draymond a lot of credit, but I'm going to move past that. Another guy I like that they added, and you're going to laugh when I say this, is Seth Curry. Because no. Seth Curry is a guy that doesn't He's a great pickup. Yeah, yep. he, he, catch, shoot, go. You know what I mean? It's like That's all he's going to give you. He's going to knock down three to four threes a game, and that's it. Take it out the freezer, poke holes in it, let it sit. It'll defrost on its own. That's Seth Curry. They've got to find out what to do, what they're going to do with Tim Hardaway and Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving is being the good soldier right now. Kyrie doesn't want to stay in Dallas. But the problem for Kyrie and the problem with the Mavericks are when Damian Lillard's available, when quietly Zion Williamson's available, you know, when when quietly DeAndre Ayton's available. The point is, when you've got three other younger players and then a guy like – or two other younger players and a guy like Lillard who isn't – who's proven not to be the headache off the court that Kyrie's been, Mm -hmm. you're – and I know Kyrie doesn't think he's a headache, but, dude, if – you upset people, regardless if you're meant to or not, they're still upset. So the damage is still done. It's tough to, to convince people to go with Kyrie. And then when you go through the gamut and you look at teams that would possibly be interested in, the Lakers aren't going to make that move. The Lakers have a good team. The Lakers have a move. great team. They had a great offseason. They had a good roster. Miami would be at one or San Antonio, and he doesn't really necessarily interested in going in a rebuild in Miami. Eh. If they don't get him and Jimmy, at, him and Jimmy would super clash. No, nah, I, I, I don't think so because I think the thing about Kyrie that he doesn't get credit for Kyrie, Kyrie, you you mentioned him working with LeBron, Kyrie, and much like Zion, he needs to have that accountability, and that accountability will manifest itself into availability, 
and you'll see a Kyrie Irving. He needs to have that that micromanager, not because he is a guy that can't do it, but he's a guy that needs to constantly be reminded of it because he's a free thinker, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's why these coaches get paid so much money because they need to be able – it's always X's and O's, X's and O's, when the bottom line is how do you relate to the jokes? How do you get these guys to maximize their talent? That's what these coaches need to do. Spolstra is great at that. He dropped the ball just as bad as LeBron did in the NBA Finals, and he learned his lesson. That's why Miami always seems to get the most out of their players because Spolstra spends a lot of time understanding how to push the right buttons and not push the buttons like they're machines, but get these guys to give you their best effort 70 games out of the year. A team that I thought may go after them is the Clippers, but they're mm-hmm. not interested in giving up Paul George or Ka- Ka- uh, Kawhi Leonard. No, which they're not. Sense. And, you know, so that kind of left him, left Dallas with one option. You sign him and you kind of wait to see where the T's go. I, I don't think the Mavericks make the playoffs this year. And I, I would be shocked if Jason Kidd finishes the season as a coach. And I would be shocked if their general manager is still the general manager of season's end, which is a travesty because he never, I don't want to say he never should have been hired, but I questioned the hire from the door. You know, you got a lot of grunt guys out here that would be great general managers, and you hire a guy from Nike. Like, what are you, what, 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 what are we doing, boss? What are we doing right now? <laughs> you know, what we, like, you got guys that have put in years of basketball grunt work, scouting, cultivating relationships, understanding play, uh, college programs, understanding how NIL works, understanding how the AAU circuit works, and you hire a guy from Nike because he's great with relationships. And that may be wonderful, but when you do that, you get trades like Kyrie Irving. That's true. He's <laughs> like Kyrie Irving. And even though it may be a stick and stash, that's not how you want to – that's not how you're going to appeal to a guy like Luca, who isn't in the best shape and who's watching a Western Conference that doesn't have any monsters forming on the Oscars. Everybody in the Western Conference is in win-now mode. There's no team that's poised for a dynasty run or a team that's young and up-and-coming in the Western Conference that I can think of off of you. So mm-hmm. you you got a player that's got the gifts to do it. So, yeah, I think Dallas is – I don't want to say headed to Lotteryville because I don't think they'll be that bad because they have Luka, but they've got some serious issues about where they want to go as a franchise because their division – and you got Memphis – which I, this will be a this will be a paramount year for Memphis because they they wet the bed last year they came in with the wrong mentality. Mm. Outside of Memphis, there is no oh, pause. I take that back. Sacramento, I completely forgot about the Kings. That's your young up and coming team. That's the only team in the Western Conference that's poised to make a championship run for the next five years, barring health. And that's I love the their team. team. What you say? I love their team. I, I love yeah. Sacramento. I love the construction. I love the roster build. Mike Brown is actually looking like a real NBA coach again. Like, I, I like their team. Taking two teams to the NBA Finals, you can't just discount that. You can't, act like he didn't, you can't act like he didn't have LeBron. You can't act like he didn't have the Lakers on poise for a championship run. He's a heck of a – but you know what? He's a grunt guy, and he's a teacher first. And that, that you know – when you start hiring, hiring guys for flash instead of sizzle or hiring guys for sizzle instead of substance, you're going to get Jason Kidd and Kyrie Irvins, but you're also going to get 38 and 44 fine, 38 and 44 records with fines for blatantly trying to tank. Like, how do you tank wrong? How do you say uh, I'm going to lose wrong? <laughs> and then wait till three weeks in the season left to do it. At this point, you're too far out the mix. You should have been doing this all year. 
Yeah, it, it, it's failing to plan ahead, failing to have an idea of where you want to go. It's kind of like the proverbial throwing ish to the wall and seeing what sticks. Agree. So yeah, I don't. I, I don't like where Dallas is going at all, and it's a shame because you've got a great player there, and he he the player is going to get a pass when he's just as much culpable as everybody else. But Luca's going to get a pass because he looks like the people in the media. So he's going to get a major pass, and he shouldn't. And then will, will Luca one out? Similar will Embiid one out? Take him, take Embiid off my hands, please. I beg you to. Mm-hmm. Dallas, you don't want to let Luca go. You don't want to let that talent walk out of there because he can, he can do something special with the way the game is now. So that's it for this uh, this installment of Unparalleled Sports Talk. I appreciate your time, Et. Thanks for joining me. And also, oh man, always a pleasure. Always Absolutely. a pleasure. And appreciate the listeners out there. We appreciate the time of year. We'll talk to you soon.